so I created this dialogue in my head that I'm going to be judged by the very people that are encouraging me to to create this amazing business so Mm -hmm. I ended up in a bit of a mental entanglement if you like where I felt so overwhelmed Mm. I you know I I ended up in this comparisonitis thing with the people that were mentoring me and they are genuine people yeah so I came very close to thinking no it's not for me but Mm. that didn't happen thankfully and what stopped that from happening Welcome to the podcast, Is It Normal?, where myself, Rachel, coach at Courageously You and your podcast host will be interviewing guests to share our experiences and stories of relationships, self-understanding and acceptance, and just making sense of what is our normal in a world that loves to tell us who we are and how we should be. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Is It Normal? Um, I'm going to try and do this in one take because I'm doing that thing again where I'm recording it for the podcast at the same time as recording it for the gram if you're looking at me right now and I'm doing a call in eight minutes and I just felt like it would be super satisfying if I did this in one take. So here we go. Um, Welcome to this week's episode. We are talking about the question today of is it normal to doubt yourself and not feel worthy? I'm talking to Dee Airy. We had a lovely conversation when I was editing, listening to it back. It just felt like a lovely reassuring hug. So I'm hoping that it has the same impact on you. Dee is a photographer and a coach and she helps photographers start their own businesses. And today we're talking about those feelings of not being worthy and self-doubt that come into play when you are self-employed, starting a business, growing a business, existing in the world generally. Um, But we're going to dive into looking at how self-doubt is a rite of passage and we just got to plow right through it how it's helpful to have a whole person whole life approach when looking at managing your self-doubt and feelings of worthiness in your business Dee is going to share how she moved through overwhelm and self-doubt and comparisonitis and how she's managed those things and we're also going to talk about why your relationship with your business is such an emotionally charged one spoiler alert all relationships are so yeah, hopefully uh, you enjoy this episode today. And just a little bonus tip for you before we get started, um, which is three things. If you're in a space of feeling self-doubt, not feeling worthy. When I recorded this episode with Dee, we, it was probably start of December, so two months ago now. I'm in a very different mental space right now than I was back then. Um, yeah, don't know if you've noticed because I'm kind of just like vibing on the everywhere. Anyway, we um, three things I want to share with you if you're in that space right now of like feeling overwhelmed, not feeling worthy. Have a break. Two weeks off over Christmas for me was life saving. Have a break. Have a rest. Remind yourself of what your wins are. Write them down. Take photos of them. Look at them. Go back and look at them. Celebrate your wins. And finally, structure and routine. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. So listen to our episode today with the wonderful Dee Airy and enjoy. I think I've just done that in one take. I mean, it might be a little bit rough around the edges, but let's roll with it. Enjoy. And capture all the goodness. (laughs) Wonderful. Hi Dee, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you join me today. Me too, me too. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Amazing. Yeah. So um, before we get stuck into our is it normal question, I'd love to hear a bit more about you. So I know you're HR director, photographer and a coach. So tell us a bit about those passions. (laughs) So many things. (laughs) So much going on. So many businesses. Um, I'm self-employed anyway. So I I totally work for myself. It's something that I always wanted to do. But yeah, I'm an HR director in a business with my husband and our other business partner, which is hellishly busy at the Mm. moment um I'm a photographer as well professional photographer so wedding photography anything people photography I'm there um which is great and from that I created my um training program so I teach beginners photography 
people that want to want to do you know what I mean learn photography because mm-hmm. I remember when I was learning it was a bit of a minefield so yeah I teach people I get a lot of joy out of that but then there are those who um want to take that further and create a business so I coach photographers to start up a business mm. um without all the the headaches and the mistakes that I made when I was starting do you know what I mean it was quite yeah. <laughs> it was quite daunting so yeah I've got a whole uh 10-step program to go literally from naught to from a to z if you like setting up a business in in photography so yeah very varied yeah lots going on feels like there's a theme of pe- people at the center though definitely definitely yeah. love people <laughs> yeah <laughs> love that yeah that's great and and I guess our conversation today, so we were t- focusing in on, is it normal to doubt yourself and not feel worthy? Um, and more specifically around business and starting yeah. a business and being self-employed. So tell tell us a bit about why that question was on your mind. Um, because it's very, very normal um, to, to doubt yourself and not feel worthy, especially um, as a creative. And it's something that I... I coach and teach quite heavily because um you know what it's like you have this business idea and you think I'm going to run a business I'm going to work for myself and I'm going to do this and you kind of see the glamorous side um of that and um that there's a lot of mind work that has to go on as well and and I think too many people run away from their business dream because of the self-doubt and the I'm not worthy and everybody's so much better than me and on all those things that go through your head and and I think customers miss out on people that run away from their business dream and also the business dream doesn't go away um it's it's always deep-seated within you somewhere mm. I think and it's important I think to to actually address the relationship you have with yourself and the potential business to to know that what you're feeling is actually normal but but those emotional processes are quite personal you don't necessarily share them with people um and you feel silly as well you wonder what people are going to think about you so Mm. you kind of retreat back to to form and and what you're comfortable with which is a shame really um because it is so normal to doubt yourself in in anything that you're going to step out into that's that's brand new into the unknown it's so so normal and I just want to reach out to people and say don't you know it's nothing to worry about it's almost a rite of passage do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean um it's something that you have to go through and you get over it as well you really Mm. do so yeah and there's that element I think of um self-doubt not feeling worthy comparison comparisonitis absolutely yeah absolutely Uh, they're processes that you absolutely have to go through. Um, mm. You can't sidestep them. Um, and even if you think you have in the beginning, something will land in front of you to make you feel unworthy or that person is so much better than me. And you and you doubt your business. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I like to teach people to have a really strong relationship and a trusting relationship with their business mm. because if you can achieve that you can actually battle through anything so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and what's been your own experience of, of building that strong relationship with your business um I've had to learn and to be honest once I when I started out there wasn't so much coaching and teaching as there is now mm-hmm. um, and I wish there had been um so I I went through a lot of you know I think I'm a good photographer but I'm not quite sure what other people are going to think Mm. and so I didn't have the trusting relationship with my business you know I set this business up I needed to 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 get on board with it I needed to get into a relationship with it so for me in the in the very early days when I was asked can you shoot my daughter's wedding I was like oh what you are kidding (laughs) why would you why would you come to me why don't you go to a real photographer do you know what I mean so I yeah and I so I guess my relationship with myself as well wasn't rock solid um and I had to to go through the pains of right okay they want me to do this and oh my god they're going to pay me as well um what a fraud and I and I plowed through it I felt like I've got no choice these people Mm -hmm. are relying on me so I have to step out there and do the best I can um and to be honest with you I think when you've got that fear running through your veins you won't cock up 
um, the way you think you will. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I held my breath a lot of the time thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, they're not going to like my work uh, and all the rest of it. And, and then I would exhale when I had really happy client. And I've never had an un- unhappy client before. Mm. But I think even now I go through the process of, mm, I wonder if they're going to like my, my work. It's not like it was before because mm-hmm. I feel that me and my business and the purpose are really in sync, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a lot happier, a lot more relaxed. Um, and, it, and it helps to work with the right people as well. So. Mm. I've got this really clear image in my head of you just just almost like ramming up against it like you you can you're feeling all of these feelings of like no this is so uncomfortable what are they going to think and you're just like no full steam ahead absolutely do it <laughs> what could and you know I have this dialogue in my head head sometimes I think I say to myself will the world implode if and the answer's always no. If if ever it's a yes, then I won't do it. But that's never going to be the case. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right about me. I do go ste- steaming in. And- <laughs> <laughs> Pull into it. But as you say, you can't go around it because it's just going to keep following you, isn't it? It's Absolutely. It's going to find a way to creep in. It does, yeah. So, yeah. so I like to impart that with people that are just coming onto the scene of self-employment or setting up their, their business. I like to impart that to them that do you know what what you're feeling is really normal it's Mm. absolutely normal um and I feel your pain I have felt your pain I've been exactly where you are and Mm. people do get comfort from that it's Mm -hmm. a bit weird that we all get comfort from other people's pain but (laughs) 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 I guess it's the comfort in not being alone isn't it yeah and I think as humans we have a habit of experiencing something and forgetting that there are millions, if not billions, of other people that have probably walked, if not the exact path, a similar experience Absolutely. of having to overcome something. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's something positive for it as well, because if you go into whatever arena you're in, um, doubting yourself, there's that natural human instinct to do your best and to want more for yourself. Mm-hmm. There is a way to look at it like that. And and I try mm. to teach that to people. It's not all negative. Um, it's the it's the fight or flight syndrome, isn't it, really? Mm. You just want more for yourself. And I think if you go into an, an arena um, overly confident, um, I can do this with my eyes shut, that's when you're going to make a mistake, I think. Mm. So, so it's a little bit of fear is not a bad thing, so. Yeah. I read an article last year, actually, about imposter syndrome um and how we think about it so negatively but there's a an idea or an impression that the positive thing about it is that you aren't too sort of cocky and you don't overestimate your own absolutely um ability and and you keep checking yourself and figuring out what the right next step is which I thought was interesting that's very interesting and I think it should be that way um, because none of us mm. want to make a mistake and none of us want to fail, do we? Or whatever mm. fail mm-hmm. means. Um, mm-hmm. And we always want to do the best by people, and especially if they're paying us, we want to give the best. And so I'm a great believer in, you know, just, just that bit of fear just makes you want to do your best. It mm-hmm. really, really does. Um, it works for me anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. And, And sometimes um, I remember in the early days, I used to look at people and I had that imposter syndrome. I just used to think, oh, my goodness, there's no way. Um, But again, you can turn that on its head. You can actually look at other people and be inspired by them rather than feel Mm. threatened by Mm. them. Do you know what I mean? And I think anybody who's genuine in their game is is there to help you. You know, I'm I'm a genuine person person in what I do I don't feel threatened by teaching other people to do what I do I feel that um it's a duty of care really to help people along Mm -hmm. um so and that in itself eliminates that feeling of comparisonitis or imposter syndrome because um not everybody is a threat so Mm. so yeah there is some good in it I think Mm. positive force it can be positive positive force force. (laughs) yeah So I want to talk about the almost the peaks and troughs of it, because you said something earlier around um, self-doubt kind of popping up in new and different ways. And it made me think about when I first started 
so my business as it is now was originally um just writing a blog because I knew I wanted to get into coaching but I recognized although it took me a while to recognize that all of those years that I'd spent not quite having enough time or just working on my website but not telling anybody about it was absolutely a product of me being too scared of what people would think yeah so I wanted to dip my toe in the water and put a blog out there and share it oh my goodness on LinkedIn where people from work would see it and be like who is this this is not the version of Rachel we know and for me there was a massive I don't know if it was self-doubt maybe it was it was almost doubt that I could be that visible that I could be that version of myself that I kind of wanted to be but was scared of what people would see but what I find interesting is you kind of the more I did that it doesn't even phase me anymore you know you you exactly you go straight ahead you plow through it you sit with what I used to call or still call um like uh, courage courage shame hangovers where that's a good one yeah where I'd wake up the next day and some days I'd feel like on top of the world like I've done it and some days I'd have this niggling sense of like oh no have I have I been too much but you just kind of ride it out and now there's certain things like blogs or putting videos of myself or things like that don't even phase me but I found it interesting that like you kind of think you're through it but every new step of the process is another layer of self-doubt or worry absolutely yeah has that been your experience of it totally (laughs) totally (laughs) (laughs) no relief (laughs) there's no relief but um yeah I've I I know exactly what you're saying I I've I feel that but it's growth really um once I'd gotten comfortable with myself, yeah, I've got this gig going. I'm a photographer. It's fine. Um, and then it was, what do you mean go live on Facebook? <laughs> what do you mean video myself? Do you know what I mean? Because you want to grow your business, don't you? So whichever way your market's going and um, the way customers look for work, you need to respond to that. So, okay, I'm going to go live on Facebook. Terrified absolutely terrified Hmm. what do you mean write a blog what do you mean write about myself so yeah layer upon layer upon layer but the fact remains the um that little bit of fear that runs through you inspires you to just do the best that you can do Hmm. and yeah and you you become you get to a point where you're not phased by it this is what I do do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yes I take photographs yes I coach but I have to tell people about it you know do you know what I mean and and I've also learned because I don't know about you there's been so many times where I've thought earlier in the business where I've thought I wonder what people are going to think what are my friends going to think? Because they see that version of me and people in that business see that other version of me. And I've learned to be just as authentic as I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth is, if people aren't interested in what you're saying, they just scroll on. You know, the yes. whole world isn't looking at you. The people that you want to look at you are looking at you, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and I've I... got a lot of comfort out of that. Yeah. And I think there's a, what surprised me is a lot of that, what will people think? No surprise was in my own head. Yeah. And the people that I think, you know, that I care about and care about me in my life, as you say, that are in, are interested or invested or close to me, um, weren't surprised. Like if anything, it was like, this feels like you, this feels yeah. just like a natural extension of you. And I mean, essentially I, I shouldn't have, it shouldn't really bother me even if they didn't think that, even if they were like, this is a new facet of Rachel, this, you know, we need to adjust. It still should have been fine. But, um, but more so they were just like, Oh cool. Yeah, this makes sense. And it's cool. And I think there is that, that sense that we always, people care less about us than we think they do. Right. Yeah. And less concerned with what we're up to than Absolutely. What feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, because we're, we're driving our businesses across social media, which I think when you find the platform that suits you, it's great. It really is Mm -hmm. great. Um, We mustn't be afraid of it um, because you don't know who's looking at you. And I think it's important not to get hung up on, well, I didn't get many likes today. (laughs) Yeah. So many people aren't following me. And I remember when I first started thinking, 
I had more followers on Instagram yesterday than I have today. Somebody's unfollowed me and got really hung up about it. Mm. They don't like my my work, my photography. Uh, 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 what's going on? But um, it's not something to get hung up about, really. It's people. Mm-hmm. If people aren't interested, they're not going to judge you. They're just going to keep scrolling. So yeah, and that's what we want, really, isn't it? Yeah. So, and you're right. The people around you, the people that matter. Mm-hmm are the people that are interested in you as well and Mm. when you're authentic they know yep that's Rachel or that's Dee you know yeah and one of the best things I did when I recorded my first ever video is I sent it to a friend and said do you think like what do you think of this which I was really nervous about because I was like oh no you know I don't want to be judged but she gave me the best advice which was it's good but it's not you enough because because I was nervous I was quite like hello and welcome to you know kind of <laughs> trying to present this like together version of myself yeah. when in reality I'm like hello <laughs> you know and so she said you know it's good but it's not it's not as you as it could be yeah and, and for me that was like oh it's actually quite valuable to have people that know you yes have an insight into what you're doing yeah absolutely and I think in the beginning you're quite uncomfortable to put you out there on the internet do you know what I mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you almost feel that right I'm shooting this video and I must be terribly professional well and yes we are professional in in the businesses that we provide but you have to be you because I think these days people want to connect with the person behind the the business Mm -hmm. don't they they really really do want that and those relationships are very very important it's not as though you're buying I always refer to shoes. It's because I love them. It's not as though you're buying a pair of (laughs) shoes or a handbag or something. You almost don't care about the person that's provided that unless it's specially handmade or something you want to connect with them. But when you're in coaching or something like that, people do need to connect authentically with the person behind the business. So you, you don't want to be this wooden robotic person to begin with. And then later on down the line, that's not you at all. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, but it takes time to, to actually be comfortable in your own skin I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm interested because you like refer to yourself as a photographer and I'm wondering was there a time where that shift happened um in the sense that I was li- I was listening to the book Atomic Habits over yeah. the last few days and he's t- he talks about getting the best way to start having consistent habits is making them part of your identity yeah so people can be so reluctant to acknowledge that they're not somebody that wants to take photos they are a photographer yeah but I think it can be difficult to step into that yes this is part of my identity and so I'm wondering if was there a process for you to say you know I am a coach I am a photographer I had to Again, it's all part of the imposter syndrome and that mm. self-doubt. I had to tell myself, D, you are a photographer. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, because at the start of your business, you'll you'll have people close to you say, recommend you to somebody maybe and say, oh, I've got a friend that takes photos. I'm not the friend that takes photos. I'm, a, I'm your friend that is a photographer. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, and I don't mean that with any arrogance, but you have to really get over yourself and tell yourself, I am a photographer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I did have a mental process there where I had to tell myself, this is it, D. you are this. And if you're going to put yourself out as that, be it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I refer to the photography more because it's pivotal around the other businesses you know what I mean because I'm teaching beginners photography and mm. my coaching business my my target if you like is to help other photographers and creatives to start their businesses and I've had other um, industries in the coaching where I've where I've been coaching people that are nothing to do with photography at all which is great mm-hmm. um, but yes there is there is a mental process and I think you have to to get there yourself and truly believe it and it's a game changer when you get there it just makes life so much easier it Mm. really does it strips away layers of doubt so right you just sort of stand in that assuredness like this is me yeah 
yeah. until someone tells me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and then poof, we don't care what they think. <laughs> there definitely is something about saying it out loud, I think. And I yes. had, had a funny experience because I've been building the, my business and I still I still have a thing. I feel strange calling it biz- a business actually do you? I think that's part of stepping into it yeah because then there's a little piece of me that's like but it's just little old me doing all of these things you know <laughs> um so that's probably something for me to work on but what's interesting is I've been doing it since probably in its current form as a coach since March April and so it's always been while we've been in this weird COVID inside yeah. situation so I do have conversations where I'll say to people I'm a coach but I went to the dentist a couple of weeks ago and we had a chat he said oh what do you do and it's the one of the first face-to-face conversations <gasps> I've had with someone about it and it it kind of threw me for a second because I think we do you know we do associate what we do with so much of our identity yeah and I was a bit like oh well I do do this but it felt good to say it out loud and to just claim Brilliant. it yeah. yeah and own it yeah and and the more you say it out loud it will just be an extension of your name do you know what I mean yeah. um an mm-hmm. extension of who you are so yeah but it is a again that's perfectly normal isn't it 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 happens to everybody um but I think when you're quietly going through that process of I'm going to set up my own business you actually don't know that that happens to everybody yes. until you start to communicate with with um and mix with like-minded people that have been through the process mm. Yeah. And have have you ever been in a place where the the self-doubt and feelings of not being worthy have have been quite like difficult to overcome? I'm going to say yes. Not difficult to overcome, um, but overwhelming. Mm. Where I've thought I've come very close to to making the wrong decision that I shouldn't be doing this and I'm not going to do it. Mm. Um, It was very early on. And again, it's because... I, th- I feel that the coaching wasn't around, you know? Mm. Um, and even when I, because it was, it was after becoming a photographer that I found coaching to develop my business. So my business was already set. So I had some amazing people um, mentoring me um, when I was setting up the wedding photography business, do you know what I mean? So I had some just amazing people, people that have got awards for UK's best and, and, and so forth. Mm. And they were just so amazing, so great and helped to bolster up me believing in myself, but there was still that overwhelming feeling because I thought, yeah, but you're actually one of the UK's top 10 photographers mm-hmm. in the wedding industry. So I became, um, I kind of um, retreated inwards a bit where I thought, I don't want to post my stuff on social media because what are you going to think of it? Because mm. I'm I'm not in UK's top anything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I created this dialogue in my head that I'm going to be judged by the very people that are encouraging me to, <laughs> to create this amazing business. So... Mm-hmm. I ended up in a bit of an, a mental entanglement, if you like, where I felt so overwhelmed. Mm. I, you know, I, I ended up in this comparisonitis thing with the people that were mentoring me, and they are genuine people. Um, yeah, so I came very close to thinking, no, it's not for me, but mm. that didn't happen, thankfully. So, mm. and what stopped that from happening? Um, <laughs> I know it's easy, it's just words, but I literally had to get over myself and believe in what I was doing. And I had to, I kind of had to mentally turn away from that and listen to the feedback and the testimonials I was getting from people that I was actually working for, people that Mm. were paying me. Do do you know what I mean? Um, And learn that those feelings I was having, they're just not real. They're based on nothing, Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. So yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I went through overwhelm like you wouldn't believe. So, And it's so, it's such an emotionally charged scenario, isn't it? It's it is exhausting. hard, I think, to remove yourself or, because it sounds like what helped with you there is switching into almost like an objective mode of, okay, these, these are the feelings, but they're not the facts. So let's just get straight on 
yeah how you know the feedback I am getting and how well it is going um why do you think that that relationship between the individual and their business is such an emotionally charged one because relationships are (laughs) do you you know what I mean it doesn't matter whether it's whether you're in a relationship with your parents siblings boyfriend girlfriend fiance husband wife your dog your cat they're Mm. emotionally charged because as soon as you make that connection and I think you must develop a trusting relationship with your business but as soon as you do that you're vulnerable emotionally Mm -hmm. you know you care like you've never cared before Mm. um but you have to if you want the business to be a success you Mm. can't um like like there's a there's a process that I teach people and it's about um looking at your life as you're jumping into your business because people think they have a work life and a personal life and and I think, well, you know, lucky you. How many lives have you got? Because I know I've only got one life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's got lots of different components. You know, my relationship with my parents, my husband, my this, my that, and and my business, you know. So I try to teach people, not try to, I actually do coach people into looking at the whole of their lives holistically. Mm. And whatever bit you're not happy with, even if you think it's not, connected to your business fix it work on it you don't have Mm -hmm. to be working on your business 100% of the time but work on that so that the best version of you is in the business Mm -hmm. um and and I feel once you do that once you go through that process the relationship is solid because it's your life driving that business and you care about each other um but yeah it does leave you vulnerable (laughs) yeah yeah and it's it's interesting to think I hadn't thought about it in the way of it is a relationship in itself and as you say they're all emotionally charged aren't they and they're all um I kind of see something in I totally agree with you in the like looking at life as a whole and there's that relationship with yourself I think and the trustingness of yourself yeah that then underpins how you interact with your business I mean life as a whole but with with your business yeah um and part of the reason I do what I do now although I focus in on relationships is for like for me personally I I don't think I would ever have started my business if I hadn't have learned to trust my own decisions yeah and the way that I did that was through making a decision about my relationship and I'd been in a place where I was like just didn't think that I was decisive enough or didn't trust myself or couldn't make sense of like feeling versus logic you know emotion versus logic and there was just a huge shift for me in being able to trust my decisions in my relationship that then affected how I make decisions everywhere else absolutely um and especially in business and it doesn't mean that I don't that now in my business I'm like yeah make that decision make that decision no problem all sorted you know I still am like woo with it but I needed it, it gave me I think the courage to at least know somewhere inside of me that I got this yeah somehow yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah. and that whole holistic approach I think I think it's the right way to be the right way to go and in terms of the relationship you have with your business your business is never ever ever going to let you down it, it won't um mm. interesting it responds to what you put in it do you know yeah. what I mean so you couldn't create a business and say right I've got my business it's called this and I've got my website and that looks like that and everything's great and sit back and fold your arms well you couldn't do that in a in a human relationship you couldn't do that if you've got a dog do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to put something into those relationships. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, I'm going to say they respond accordingly. You have to be present mm-hmm. in the relationship and the business is the same. It's going to respond to what you do to it, do with it. So if you, I don't know, ad campaigns, if you put enough into it, you're going to get something out of it. It's not going to let you down. Um, and I feel lots of businesses fail. I know there's outside um influences like we're in a pandemic for crying out loud you know and that's that's thrown a lot of businesses to the wall and people have not been able to control that but I feel some businesses do fail because they haven't had the 
TLC mm. that they've deserved. So, mm. and it's funny because when you said, you know, you put something into it, my brain automatically, this little voice was like, but you don't get anything in return like you would with a person, but you so you do. do. You so do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when you're building a business, sometimes because it's not immediate, yeah. it feels like you're not, but then there are bigger, bigger chunks of wins, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world, I don't think. You know, don't throw another pandemic at us, please. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. I think um, it's hard work. Um, I would never pretend it to be anything but that. But um, it's so rewarding. It's rewarding mentally, emotionally, obviously mm. financially. Um, and, and I think had I not been on this journey... I don't think I would have examined how my mind thinks. I wouldn't have looked at my mindset or or dug deep. I would have just, you know, maybe just shown up at work every day and gotten paid. So, mm. yeah. And it's meant to be. I have read somewhere um, recently, and I've been saying it myself, that um, self-employment now mm-hmm. is one of the most empowering things for somebody to do because you mm. learn so much about yourself. Yes, yeah. And I think that's an important message for people who are in the earlier stages that maybe you're thinking like, is it normal that I feel so, that this feels so challenging and that I've had so many self-reflections or feel like there's so many gaps. And I read something recently that said that starting a business is kind of transformational in how we see ourselves after becoming a parent in terms of the level of like the intensity of it and I was like oh my goodness when you think about it that way because you you see I mean I don't have kids but I see parenthood as like a big a massive big shift and oh yeah so to think like oh actually starting a business is a similar you know in a different way but in similar in terms of maybe a shift in identity and self-awareness and resilience you go okay this is supposed to be hard yeah yeah Yeah. and and I, I can relate to that that's really good I mean I am a parent and I think the self-doubt and that that desire to I've got to get this right you know was huge I was overwhelmed all the time (laughs) do you know Mm. what I mean once when I'd had the kids um and you're trying to find yourself you're trying to find who you are um Mm because you've got these little people relying on you they can't function without you and your business can't function without you Mm. you know what I mean it's yeah that's that's really there's some truth in that and Mm. also it's like the beginning of any relationship isn't it really you start you start dating someone does my bum look big in that (laughs) what are they going to think of me I do do you know what I mean and you've got this whole persona um because you want to you want to get it right. It's the same in the business. You're going through this courtship. It's not, does my bum look big in that? It's, are my photos good enough? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, same thing. And testing the waters of trust, I think. Like how much yeah. can I open myself up to this person? Exactly. It's similar. Yeah, that's, I like that way of thinking about it. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier. Um, when we first set out, we're a little bit wooden, a little bit rigid. We're not our most authentic selves because mm-hmm. we're testing the water so yeah relationships <laughs> <laughs> so complicated <laughs> but hugely rewarding hugely rewarding yeah yeah highly recommend it so I want to talk about those feelings of worthiness a bit more do you why do you think it's so common for people to just not feel worthy that's a good question why is it so co- do you know I think it's comparisonitis, Hmm. I feel. Um, We look at people that have been perhaps in the same arena as us for much longer Hmm. um, and earning lots of money and our perception, Mm -hmm. really, that belief system that we create when we're looking at other people and and we then put them up on this mental pedestal. Mm-hmm. and then we don't feel worthy we don't feel that we belong there mm. um and then once we once that is set in our psyche we start responding to that and it's so 
fake. Mm. You know what I mean? And for me, I, 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 I literally write down everything. I would write down these statements that I had in my head where I just didn't feel worthy and then ask and then get myself what's the truth against that and I couldn't come up with anything or you know D what are you basing that on mm-hmm. well I don't really know <laughs> so how yes. true is it how true is it naught to ten well maybe a one <laughs> yes you, you don't know um but I think that's what we do as a society whether we're talking about our businesses um human relationships or anything um fat thin you know, brown hair, blonde hair, long hair, short hair. Mm. We look across at other people and we start to build a picture in our own minds that what we're looking at is far better than what we have or what we are. Mm. And then we allow all of that to seep in. Mm. I think that's what we do as humans anyway. So Yeah. And if we see somebody that's a finished product, well, not a finished product because there's no such thing, but further down the line than us, yeah. it's hard to even though I, th- I think we're getting better at it you see a lot of people it's tough though like you see a lot of people on social media who are a lot more open about the process they've gone through now I yeah. think um but there's I always I think a challenge with that is it's still a rep- representation of certain it's still it's it it's hard to weed out what's authentic yeah you know what I mean especially with lots of different marketing messages that you get from people it's hard yeah. to kind of know um for it to come across authentically but I think there is sometimes a level where we might know that this person has been doing it five or ten years longer than us and so bear that in mind but it's still really hard to actually embody that and really just operate from the place of like no okay I'm I'm not there yet but I'll get there and I feel like I see that in people where they there's almost like a dare I even ask the question of whether I'm capable of this yeah. you know like in terms of the worthiness dare I say it out loud because am I asking too much to yeah. feel worthy of this yeah no that's a that's a good point um I think you're right I think we are getting better um but I think there are lots of coaches out there do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. we're in a time where people are trying if you like to take more control and ownership of their career or business destiny Mm -hmm. and in doing so they're having to soul search do you see what I mean and they're they're coming up with personal solutions for themselves how to manage their emotions and um, their perception of things of people so I think we're getting better because of what we're doing Mm. um because i mean if you if you rewind back there was i mean i for me i remember um self-employment don't do that get yourself a proper job well yes <laughs> you know the pension a proper pension a proper pension yeah <laughs> bricks and mortar um <laughs> do you know what i mean so the measure of success now is very different to what it used to be mm-hmm. um and I don't know about you, but for me, certainly it's not about my bank account. It's not totally about my bank account. It's about how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. It's about um, self-belief and mm-hmm. self-preservation as well. And, you know, not being available for crap, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people that do what we do and also people that benefit from what we do has just made the world a better place in that regard Mm. yeah Um, yeah and I think being in a operating in a space where it's normal to seek help for these things yes that's I feel like that's probably one of my biggest learnings from this year is I don't have to do everything on my own I don't have to work through mindset challenges or figure out how to kind of rewire my approach to stuff in just me you know at home writing in my journal yes that's one way but you can have coaches you know people that can that have walked the path or at least can give you another perspective or help you get to where you want to go I think that's such a 
obviously I work as a coach so I would say that but that's why I do (laughs) that's why I do it because I just think there's such a benefit when we let go of thinking that we have to solve everything by ourselves totally totally Mm. I'm with you I believe in coaching you know Mm. (laughs) um and you and and I've been coached and I will say for my for my life my businesses to flourish I will continue to be coached um because I I totally believe in it and it there's so much comfort in it as well to just um not have to go it alone um and you don't beat up on yourself as much either because you meet so many like-minded people um that are that are in this on the same kind of journey as you Mm. are so Mm. Yeah. yeah and there's less I think as you develop there is less comparisonitis um you can compare yourself to others and think yeah that's me too rather than oh my gosh I'm never going to be that good kind of thing Mm. so and I tell you what I think is interesting actually about comparisonitis from when I've been coaching other people is people don't always recognize that's what they're doing so they think that they're struggling to do something and they're trying to like make sense of it. And then you pick up from what they're saying that there's these little thoughts of like, but what will this person think? Or what yeah. will this person think? And sometimes when I say, sounds like you're comparing yourself to other people, they're like, oh, no, my goodness. And there's a word it. for it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so normal. But if we don't realize we're doing it, it can take on, I think, a life of its own that just keeps us yeah. down. Yeah yeah and it stops it stops people from doing what they're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. um and the biggest thing I find as a coach is people delaying what they're supposed to be doing Mm. because of comparisonitis and that 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 lack of awareness you know and you hear the reasons why people are not doing you know starting their business or why no I'm not going to do it yet I'm going to do it then um when you when you open up dialogue with them and get them to say out loud they realize oh my gosh it's that i'm i've got this going on with me and they've they've not they've not known that before yeah and i think once you crack that egg and they they have that that self realization you can begin to do some real work with them mhm yeah and i don't know if um maybe less comparisonitis but But what I struggle with in this social media technology world that we live in is sometimes I I get I feel quite self-assured and I'm not doubting what I'm doing. And then I'm trying to just watch YouTube in the evening just to like relax. And I get served all of these ads about how to build your coaching business. You should be doing, you know, you should be doing this or like what the gurus have are lying to you about around coaching. And suddenly I'm like, for one, I'm trying to relax. I didn't want to think about this right now. And for two, there's such information overload mm. and so many different possibilities and options. I think e- even if you have got over a degree of self-doubt, it can just take up so much mental space yeah. trying to figure out which direction to go in. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, the thing is, you will always be targeted with stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? You go on YouTube to watch something that's not even related, but you'll always be targeted. There is a lot of information overload. Um mm. And my advice to anybody, there's a lot of free information overload. Mm, Lots of free information overload. And that, I think, is the hotbed of confusion Mm -hmm. for people that are trying to just um, re-educate, develop themselves. I feel that it really happens for you um, when you invest in yourself especially mm. if you're starting a business it it can cost you can waste thousands of pounds I, I did that do you know what I mean and I know now from where I stand it's not necessary right but you do have to invest in yourself um because nothing that's worth anything is for free really mm. um and I think that's when it starts to come together and um I feel quite strongly about that because it's it's people just get confused whether it's 
you know the coaching stuff that you're seeing what the, what they're lying to you about there's a lot of that isn't there they're lying. <laughs> I get so annoyed they're lying you don't need any contacts well really or well, whatever um it doesn't matter what it is it could be health and nutrition you know they've been lying to you about calories and carbs and this yeah. and that and that free information really does um screw people up mm-hmm. i think um and until they jump that that hurdle of self-investment because let's face it looking at it from a business perspective if you want clients to invest in your business mm. you've got to be the first investor mm-hmm. all day long yeah. um things start to change when you when you make those decisions to to actually i'm going to shut all of that noise and chaos out Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Rachel for my coaching and I'm going to invest in myself because I want this to be a success or I'm going to go to D because I want to build a photography business and I'm going to invest in myself and that first hurdle I think just makes life a lot easier mm. for sure yeah but yeah don't go on YouTube anymore in the evening don't honestly do <laughs> I um I got so annoyed last time I was like I'm going to report this ad <laughs> don't show me this anymore because it was the same person and I just and I kept getting it and it jumps in your face like Duh. <laughs> um, but I do think I do think there's a process in understanding which are the types of people that are your people right like yeah. you that you want to listen to some of their content but that is difficult when you are bombarded yeah sometimes without <laughs> without intentionally I'm trying to figure out if I can trick the algorithm to think that I'm I'm not a coach and it will serve me things that I don't yeah. I'm not interested in. Let um, me know how you get on with it. <laughs> I refuse to pay for premium. Um, but, but yeah, it, it is tough um, to to just block it out because it's quite chaotic. It's really noisy. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, what what do you wish that you'd known before starting a business? What do I wish I'd known? Mm. Oh, do you know what? I wish I'd known that ratio between how much is psychological and how much is the actual doing. I wish I'd known that mm. um, because it's said to be 80% up here wow, and 20% the doing. Because I can understand know, that. Yeah, I can understand. Because if you, and it makes perfect sense to me because the point at which I decided... I'm going to, I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to be a professional photographer. You're only going to make that decision because you know how to take photos and you know how to take good photos. Well, that's that bit. The rest of it is hard work, you know, because I didn't know myself then like I know myself now. So I wish I, I think I wish I'd known that beforehand. Hmm. But then again, I don't know. It might've made me run a mile. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And I did have that thought actually where I thought, gosh, I feel like I've sat on this goal for four years, but actually I think it's only now that I was psychologically ready to do it. Yeah. I think if I'd have done it three or four years ago, where I was way less self-aware, way more, uh, had a lot more self-doubt and self-doubt definitely still crops in. But I think back then it, I didn't have the awareness and I didn't, um, and it was just general, like across yeah. everything. I think I probably would have given up already because I just wasn't equipped. Yeah. Then I don't think so. I think there's there is something for um, for no. I don't know. Maybe knowing that there's an eighty twenty. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, would I have wanted to know, or would that have put me off? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah maybe not but and maybe part of that is knowing that good for people to know up front that that is normal for it to be that much yeah mindset to work through yeah because I you know I come across people where when I start talking about mindset initially I'll get people look at me like I'm a bit crazy you know mm. I've come to you to set my business up why do I need to do this now you can see it all over their faces why am I doing this <laughs> Why are you giving me the life wheel to do? Mm. And then when they come back, having done the exercise, they just know so much more about themselves and they know so much more about 
what is necessary for them to jump into that business. They know that actually, I don't think I've been very confident and that's why I've delayed things. They just come back a different animal. Yeah. Initially, I just, I, I think, am I losing you on this bit? And they're looking at me like, what do you want me to do? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because I go through a, a similar process of let's look at life as a whole. And when I first started, I doubted that process because I was thinking people are going to be like, why are we zooming out here when I want to focus in on relationships? Yeah. But I see the, the debt that it's to the detriment of the process when you skip that bit. It's so yeah. worthwhile to just zoom out and go, okay, let's look at, cause there's so many, as you were saying earlier, interconnected pieces of yeah. our life. Well, you're the, yeah. the thing is we're the puppet masters of all these things, mm. you know? So for you coaching, if you're looking at relationships, say, you know, human to human relationships and that person's running a business and it's just falling by the wayside, it's going to impact on the quality of the relationship they're on they're in and mm-hmm. the decisions they make in that relationship mm-hmm. because you just you've got one life you can't just put things down and pretend they don't exist yeah and, e- and even when you know the the cliche you know don't bring your problems to work kind of thing well the problem's mm-hmm. not going to go anywhere because it's sitting right in here inside of you so let's deal with it yes you know um yeah. so yeah it doesn't matter what you're looking at if you know if we're coaching people to create this whatever it is be it relationships or health and well-being or business or what have you we've got to look at encourage people to look at themselves holistically Mm. um you just can't separate it no once upon a time I was guilty of that I used to try and you know that's over there and that's there and just compartmentalize um Mm -hmm. but that's exhausting you can't really keep that up yeah sort of holding different versions of yourself almost, yeah. or different yeah. realities yeah yeah it's difficult to keep that up and and I think you you will eventually burn out um, yeah when you do that yeah I used to be a primary school teacher and one of my reasons for leaving for me personally was I felt like I spent eight hours of each day a completely different version of myself yeah um and not completely different because I brought some of myself into it but I felt like I had to put on this mask every day yeah and I I just couldn't be I just nah (laughs) I didn't want to do that (laughs) you know you can't keep it up indefinitely yeah and we've all got we've all got something in us um whether it's in in business or whatever we've all got something in us that is really authentic Mm. um and we have to be that because you can be that forever, can't you? Yeah. I would love to just grab one piece of advice from you um, for people who are struggling with doubting themselves and yeah. not feeling worthy. What would your one piece of advice be? My one piece of advice would be if there is a remote fire in your belly, because that's where your instinct is and that's where your truth is trust it Mm. and even if that makes you feel uncomfortable and feel that you're not worthy and you doubt yourself because your doubt is in your head normally um but if what you've got going on in your head conflicts with that little fire in your belly trust the fire in your belly that's what I would say Mm. to anybody I love that and and the reason I love that is because really early on in this journey for me I had a coaching session and I was in this place of, I have a lot of thoughts. My head is like, blah, 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 <laughs> all the time. And I was having this, like, I'm worried about this. Is Am I good enough for this? What about this thing that's going on? All of this self-doubt. And my coach said to me, we did like a, a mindfulness kind of check in with the body. Yeah. Where do you feel your sense of courage? Well, I feel it in right in my gut. Yeah. And when I went through that process and I tuned in with that fire, it was so calm and so self-assured and so like, actually, I know that I have this, like at the core of me, I know yeah. that I have this. And so exactly as to what you've said, if you tune into that, I think the it calms those thoughts and you can remember yeah. that you can do it. Absolutely. And it comes mm. with clarity as well. Mm. Um, and I think the reason that so many people can't quite feel 
or understand or hear that clarity is because there's so much noise going on up here in the head. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would, you have to trust it because it's not going to let you down. Yeah. Harness the fire. Harness the fire. <laughs> that sounds like a book title. <laughs> Ooh, collab. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Dee, for spending you. your time thank with you. us today. Um, would you like to just share a bit more about where people can find you and your services? Yes. Where can you find me? Um, for professional photography, um, I am Denise at dlucyphotography.co.uk. And it's D spelled D-E-E-L-U-C-I photography.co.uk. Um, it's dlucyphotography um, on Instagram. And for coaching, teaching and coaching, it's dlucycoaching.com and dlucycoaching on Instagram and Facebook too. Wonderful. I'll put those links in the show notes. Thank as well. you. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. That's been really great. That was today's episode. Thank you for listening once again. If you enjoyed it, if you got something from it, if you're thinking, I know somebody that needs to hear this right now, please share this episode with them. Spread the goodness, spread the words, spread the love and the joy. See you next week.